0: Lord, for Thy grace that we Thy dwelling place may be.
1: Welcome to Life Study of the Bible, brought to you by Living Stream Ministry, featuring the ministry of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee, two ministers of God's economy who served together in China for nearly 20 years. Watchman Nee was imprisoned by the Chinese government in 1952. And remained there until his death in 1972. Following his imprisonment, Witnessley carried on this ministry in Taiwan and eventually in America, and ultimately around the world. He served the Lord for more than 70 years before going to be with him in 1997. His major contribution was through a 21-year labor he called "Life Study," an exhaustive commentary on the entire Bible. This program is based on those messages. Before we join today's show, we'd like to give you our website where you can find more programs just like this one. It's lsmradio.org. Again, lsmradio.org. Now, here's our show today. It's not difficult for us to consider as law the Ten Commandments given through Moses. However, we might find it hard to regard the law as something that concerns our enjoyment of Christ. We may think that if there's a law concerning the enjoyment of Christ, there could not be any enjoyment. Well, our eyes are about to be opened to realize that our enjoyment in experiencing Christ as life is regulated and very much according to the law of life. Joining us today for another life study from the book of Leviticus is Dick Taylor. Dick, welcome back to the program.
2: Thanks very much, Chris. It's really good to see the regulation of the divine life that affords us a way to enjoy him even more.
1: That's right, Dick. Dick, maybe you could review quickly these five basic offerings that we've looked at and how their application for us helps to bring us into the experience of the life of God with its laws.
2: It helps to realize, Chris, that we have five basic problems. Number one is We are not absolute for god number two we never could be god's testimony number three what we are is just sin number four what we do is nothing but commit sins and trespasses number five what we never could have is peace with god but we have to say a million trillion zillion hallelujahs for christ because christ is the burnt offering number one who is absolute for god when we enjoy him God accepts us, and we are a satisfaction to Him. Christ, secondly, is the meal offering. Perfect, fine, even, balanced, proper man, filled with divinity to be God's testimony. Hallelujah. We can enjoy Christ as the meal offering. Number three, Christ is the sin offering. He became what we are, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. 2 Corinthians 5.21. Hallelujah for Christ, our sin offering. And fourthly, Christ is our trespass offering. We commit sins, trespasses all over the place, but we have the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, and even the sins and trespasses are washed away. Mm. And lastly, Christ himself is our peace. The result of enjoying Christ as these other four offerings is nothing but Christ as peace. The Bible makes it clear over and over again, Christ himself is our peace. How precious are these five basic offerings? Christ, 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 Christ. Hallelujah for Christ as
1: our offerings. Amen. Dick, we have a really enjoyable program today with a lot of practical examples to illustrate that the law of the offerings in reality corresponds to the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Let's join Witness Lee.
0: Right away after we got saved, you know, we got a life. A life that is vice versa, our fallen life. And we know, our fallen life is a life what? What can life? Lawless life. You have to realize since you got saved, you were regenerated. In God's regeneration within you, God gave you another life. And this is God's life, not your life. Uh, What is to be regenerated? That is, beside your natural life, your human life, your life from your parents. God has given you another life. Now, you have to realize, as a real believer in Christ, you do have two lives. One old, one new. The first life and the second life. The first life is your natural life. The human life. That's yourself. And the second life is the divine life. The eternal life. That is God himself. You have another life. With your natural life, all together, it is lawless. But, hallelujah in regeneration we have received another life that is the life of God even it is not too much to say that is God himself within you to be your life and this life is a life absolutely according to law and life absolutely according to regulation. Dick,
1: I think this is a good opportunity to take a couple of minutes and talk about one of the absolutely basic elements of just what it means to be a Christian. And that is, when we receive the Lord Jesus as our Savior, we receive much more than just the forgiveness of sins and life after death. We receive a new life, the life of God into our being. Let's explore that for a minute and what it means, as he said here at the end, that this is a life that is with law and with regulation.
2: Like you said, Chris, regeneration, which is the most basic experience to us as believers, is we receive another life other than the life that we received from our parents. The The life we receive from our parents is just the life of the flesh, according to John 3. But the life we've received by regeneration is the very Christ himself. And within this life, there are regulating principles or laws that keep us in this life and afford us a way to really enjoy this life more. In other words, once you receive a life, the principle related to that life is to regulate you guide you and to keep you in the enjoyment and experience of that life. So when we receive the life of God into us, Chris, we receive a life that has certain regulations to it. As believers, we ought to be sensitive to that life and to the regulations of that life. If so, we will be blessed. We'll see further on in the broadcast practical examples of what it means Mm -hmm. to go along with the law of the life that we have received. So the regulation within this life just allows us to enjoy this Christ even more.
1: Dick, this may seem subtle, but I think it's eminently profound. The real experience of the Christian life is to be regulated, not outwardly, by a set of do's and don'ts that are external to us, but from within, because this life we have received has the element of regulation inherent in it, doesn't it?
2: That's correct. So we're not being regulated by something outside, but the wonderful life within us. Hallelujah for these living regulations with this living
1: one. Well, we want this life with its corresponding laws and regulations to genuinely operate within us. And we have a good illustration of that in this coming section you mentioned. In fact, Witness Lee is going to talk about two, I would say, legendary Christians that inspired him as a young believer to experience this life with its laws and regulations every day. The two men he is going to mention are George Mueller, very famous, and Hudson Taylor, who founded China Inland Mission both of these marvelous examples to all of us. Let's join Witness Lee as he talks about these two brothers that had such an influence on him.
0: In my study of the biographies, histories, and so forth, I still remember two persons. I got much help from their living and practices. One is George Mueller. Probably, many of you do know, he was... One of the leading ones among the British brethren. He has made a decision to practice one thing. That every morning he has to uh, rise up at certain time and uh, to spend that time reading the Bible. And while he was reading, he was praying. He told us that he got the best nourishment, the best education, the best knowledge, and the best building up in his Christian life. He did this for all his lifelong time, and he lived over 90 years of age. The other one is Hudson Taylor, the founder of the China Inland Mission. He and George Miller were good friends one to another. Huston Taylor did nearly the same thing, to rise up in the morning to have a good time in the word with the Lord. He also testified that he got much, much nourishment. I'm very much concerned for your Christian life. Christian life is just like the physical life. For your parents to raise you up, There is a need of 18 years. You need a home and you need the schools from kindergarten to high school. Then you could grow up adequately in every feast. So with your Christian life, it is the same. You need a spiritual home to raise you up and you need the spiritual school to uh, give you The proper education. And this is the law. So today, you all have to know, you have received a life that's different from your natural life. You have to forget about what was your natural life, whether good or bad, but you have to go along with the second life. Any life has a law. Any life also has sensation. So, the second life, the divine life, which is God's life, you have received at the very moment of your regeneration. This life has a love. And this life also has sensation. And today, this life is right in you. It's not objective to you. It's altogether so subjective to you.
1: Dick, it seems like the main point here is that this law that governs the new life, or the second life as he termed it, uh, it really is operating in us. We heard some practical steps on how to cultivate this life, especially by the pattern that we had with these two uh, marvelous brothers, George Mueller and Hudson Taylor. But the effect is to bring us into the operation of this governing law associated with the life. Let's talk about how this law is in the life of God in us operates.
2: I was thinking, Chris, uh, just related to my own experience. I was saved right near the end of high school. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I received this precious Christ into me as the divine life. That life began to operate within me with its law to regulate me, to keep me Mm -hmm. in the realm of Christ as life. I was the president of a dance hall. And I just remember one time going down to uh, the dance hall to dance as usual on the weekend. And I went in. I was there for a while. I just did not feel comfortable. There was a sensation. There was a sense. There was a feeling by this new life. There was no law written outside, don't go here. But there was a sense by the new life, the second life, the highest life. That is Christ within me. You don't need to be here i walked out that evening and i never went back and as i followed the regulation of that life i tell you christ became more precious more sweet and more real then i've noticed many times through my christian life that this life is always working in us operating to keep us in the realm of life so that we would enjoy and experience christ for example um before I received Christ, I may have been very sloppy about getting up in the morning. But after I received the Lord, there was a sense in me about getting up to be with the Lord, spend time with the Lord, open to him, just like these two dear brothers, Brother Taylor and Brother Mueller. Right. So it's so good to realize that this life is in us working in a certain way to bring us into the experience and enjoyment of Christ, not to wipe us out, right. but to cause us to really enjoy the Lord. Another illustration would be uh, the way I dressed. I remember just certain ways that were just exhibiting and expressing the world. And as I began to enjoy this life and experience this life, this life operated within me, the law of this life is operating within me, certain ways that I would dress or the way I would appear to others began to change. And as I went along with the regulation, I tell you, my enjoyment of Christ just went up and up and up. So we have to thank the Lord so much that He's in us as life. With this life is the law. Our experience of this life and how this law operates in us is by a sense, by a feeling, it says in Romans 8, 6, the mind set on the Spirit is life and peace. The mindset on the flesh is death. This is the feeling of this life. This life is wanting to regulate us to keep us in the realm, experience of, and enjoyment of life. So we have to say hallelujah for the law of life. We have to thank him so much. He's in us as life. And with this life, there's the regulating law of this life to keep us in the enjoyment of Christ. Let's enjoy Christ more by paying attention to the sense of life.
1: Yeah. Dick, you used the word feeling here and sense. I liked his word here. He said, any life has a sensation. Mm -hmm. And you were describing your experience as a young believer in the dance club or dance hall. As you were describing that, I think every listener out there who is genuinely a child of God could relate to probably a similar experience at an early stage in their Christian life. I know several popped into my mind. And that little experience really contains the nugget, a jewel here, that can be of immeasurable help to us through our whole Christian life. This is the regulating that we need to be under each day, isn't it? Not some outward prescribed set of do's and don'ts and behavior that we think we should accomplish, but the living one in us gives us a sensation, doesn't he, to follow?
2: He surely does. Outward regulations kill you. The inward regulation leads to more life.
1: Well, Dick, let's go on to the final section today regarding these laws of the offerings that are pointing us to the law of the life in Christ Jesus.
0: The sequence in the record of the five offerings goes this way. Number one, burnt offering. Number two, meal offering. Number three, peace offering. Then after peace offering... Number four, the sin offering. Number five, the trespass offering. A record not according to doctrine, but according to our practical experience. But now, in giving the laws of the five offerings, the sequence has changed greatly. Firstly, the law of the burnt offering. Secondly, the law of the meal offering. Thirdly, the law of the sin offering. Fourthly, the law of the trespass offering. And fifthly, the law of the peace offering. Why the sequence is different from the preceding list? The reason is, in the first record, the sequence was according to what we have experienced. Now, in the Five laws concerning five offerings. The sequence was according to total picture. That is, in God's heart, which God desire, God would have Christ to be four kinds of offerings to us. Firstly, the burn offering, meal offering, sin offering, and trespass offering. And how these four offerings are constituted as something for God's desire. This is the constitution. The uh, burn offering is the qualification for the sin offering. And the meal offering is the qualification for the trespass offering. So you have four offerings. Two uh, for the what? qualifications. And the other two are for the result. Sin offering, trespassing are for carrying out the result. And eventually uh, these four offerings are in action. What is the result? Peace. This is what God desire wants. God's heart just wants us to enjoy his economy around his sin Christ. So his sin is our burn offering, offering, that we could enjoy him all together as the peace. So this is the record of the totality of God's economy. By this you can see the Bible has every record in a very deep sense. We have record according to experience, and we have also a record according to God's economy in totality. All these four foregoing offerings are for the last one. Then we enjoy peace for our thanksgiving. We enjoy peace with God for our vow to God. We enjoy Christ as our peace offering in our free will offering. We God Christ so much in every way in every aspect as our peace with God.
1: Dick, I think it's likely that most people reading Leviticus would not take that much note of the fact that the order of the offerings changes when the laws concerning the offerings are introduced from the first time that they are talked about. Particularly, this change relates to the peace offering. Initially, we found it in the middle of the five. You described the five at the beginning of the program. Mm -hmm. Now, in the law, the order puts the peace offering at the end. Mm -hmm. No doubt, in the divine record, this cannot be a coincidence or an accident. Let's talk about the significance here.
2: The reason the order changes, Chris, is because This is according to God's economy, God's heart's desire. His desire ultimately is that man and God would be fully at peace and in the full enjoyment of one another. Mm -hmm. So for this to transpire, we need the preceding four offerings to be in action, the burnt offering, the meal offering, the sin offering, and the trespass offering. When these four are in action, as our brother mentioned, the result is peace. And this is what God really desires. As our brother mentioned, God's heart is that we would enjoy his economy around his son, who is the reality of all these offerings. And this enjoyment really transpires in the realm of peace. So that's why you have burnt offering, meal offering, sin offering, trespass offering, lastly, peace offering. This is the totality of God's economy. This is where we enjoy Christ. This is what God desires. Amen to his arrangement of the laws of these offerings.
1: God's desire, I was really touched with this point at the end. God's desire is for us and he to be brought into an experience of mutual peace and enjoyment. And that's the point of all of these offerings. If we really experience Christ as the burnt offering, the only one that can satisfy God, as the testimony of perfect humanity, the meal offering, and of course is the sin offering and the trespass offering to take care of our situation, our negative situation. We can have no other result but to be brought into the real enjoyment of peace with God and he with us.
2: That's really true, Chris. And what's this mutual peace mean? It means God and man have become completely one. Mm. That's what he desires.
1: These offerings have proved to be just marvelous, haven't they?
2: Amen. Thank the Lord for Christ as the reality of all the offerings.
1: And I would say amen to that. Thank you, Dick, for being with us again today on another marvelous program and uh, a half hour that has gone all too quickly. Uh, Let me invite you to contact us. We'd love to get your fellowship and input or your questions, and we can point you to a lot of resources that we have available to help you with your own experience of Christ and all of these marvelous details. Our toll-free number is one 888 Study. That's 888-543-3788. Our mailing address is Living Stream Ministry, Post Office Box 2121, Anaheim, California, 92814. Or you can send email to us also, and that's radio at lsm.org. For Dick Taylor today, I'm Chris Wild. Thank you very much for listening.